Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house. Debo in the house. Let's just get right into the beers. I got some stuff I got to say, but let's just get into the beers. D, what you drinking? Oh, I'm kind of, uh, I'm intrigued to hear what you have to say tonight. So I, from Artisanal Brew Works, I'm back on that Warheads Extreme Sour. This one's a watermelon Warhead. You're like into the Warhead Sour Machine right now. It is very Dude. red. And yeah, I, I mean, I've had, I got a four pack before. I got another one today. So did you get a four pack of four? A four pack of four. I, yeah, I got one four pack, one of each. I like it. I like it. And how is it? I like the watermelon very much. It was the green apple, you know, you, you, it wasn't my favorite of the four, but I drank that before the episode and now we'll see what happens. There you go. All right. And I am uh, still with the abandoned building. Must be nice. Uh, this is a double dry hop, double IPA. It is probably my favorite beer from a band of building. Oh, nice. Color's great. Color's great. All right. I need to address the elephant in the room, and maybe it's just my elephant. But we didn't have an episode last week. Well, we had an episode. We had an episode. And then we didn't have an episode. Well, your computer must have had, like, a, a bad episode. This is what happens when there's just two dudes trying to do a podcast and I'm using a, a, a laptop from like 1965, but we've made some changes and we're back on it. Now we just got to hope that we made some good changes. And so, yeah, now we got, now we just got to make it happen. All right, let's get into the NFL. The bills are on a bye, so we don't have to talk about them. Hopefully they're getting healthy, staying away from each other, not getting COVID. The Packers like, had a game. Like everyone else in the NFL right now? Yeah, that's. I'm just hoping they're just week off. I just feel like they're going to come back and everyone's going to have COVID. <laughs> but let's talk about the Packers because true to form, I take a look at them early in the, in, in, the, in, the, in the game and they're out there just doing their Packer things, just flying up and down the field, scoring points. I stop looking. I come back a little later and they're losing. Take it away, D. All right, so I was going to do this for my last call, this portion, but this is something that is so much, so far beyond the game itself. Um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, he, uh, man, you know, he makes a huge catch in overtime to get him pretty much into field goal range. Unfortunately, he fumbles in overtime on the, like, the 28-yard line, and basically receiving death threats. People are threatening them. Guess what? Grow up. It's a sport. I lived through Brandon Bostich with the with thing. People gave him death threats for that. You know what? I'm a huge fan. I have said some things about MVS that, you know, he's not having a good season. He, all he does is drop the ball, but I'll tell you what, you will never hear me say he deserves to die because he messed up a football game that isn't that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. When we're talking about social justice, we're talking about um, the election, COVID. So yes, this could have been a last call, but we have to talk about this because this is right at the beginning and it's, and I, I just felt like it had to be said to the game fell to fall, fell to seven and three turnovers were the, the fell to seven and three. I mean, it's still really good. Exactly. You fall to seven, three, we're still in third place and a shot at the first, the first seed. Listen, turnovers killed them. First fumble turns turnover on the Indianapolis 39 yard line interception, green Bay, 35 second fumble, green Bay, 28 
Turnover on downs on Indianapolis, 34. Third fumble, Green Bay, 29. You're setting up a pretty decent Indianapolis offense with really good field position all game. J.K. Scott had no – his punting game was off. I know he had a personal issue and almost didn't make it to the game. He had like a 34-yard punt that gave them the ball on like the 50. That can't happen when you're turning the ball over that much. The defense was awful. They were getting tired because we go three and out on the first – drive we go three and out on the second drive took a whole three and a half minutes off the clock in those two drives mm-hmm. that's not gonna do it yeah i i again they're seven and three they're still in a great place they're still in first place in the division uh, you know i'll say this they're not getting blown out and the games that they are losing in my opinion, are games that they can learn from, right? You just mentioned a bunch of uh, opportunities where they basically set up the Colts with good field position and good opportunity to score points. Basically what I was mentioning was I I took a look and I was like, wait a minute, it was 28-14 like 10 minutes ago, and now it's 31-28 the Colts. What happened? And like you said, boom, 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 just four in a row scoring points. And listen, Indy came out of halftime – on their first drive, and they ran the ball eight straight times and went down the field. Now, they only kicked the field goal, but still, it was they couldn't stop them. And I don't know if it was, again, if it was from being tired, if they were just like, oh, we're going to stop them. But look at some of these third down plays where it's third and three. They're playing a soft zone five yards. They're two yards behind the first down sticks. These these things are too easy. LaFleur came out today saying – that can't happen. So uh, he didn't say if it was on the coach calling that or if the players lined up wrong. There's, you know, the other the other issue I've noticed with the Packers the last couple of weeks is maybe last year we were a big run team, ran the ball a ton last year. Rodgers is throwing the ball a lot this year. And Aaron Jones is there, and he's just not getting the ball. I think he had 13 rushes, and Jamal Williams had like four. We should be running the ball 20 to 24 times a game, honestly. We had the, the game script for it. There was no reason for it. Fourth and one, they could have kicked the field goal or they should have ran it. I know, I, and I know people are going to say 20, hindsight's 20 20, but they weren't expecting a run. Right. That would have been right. the perfect time. I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to stress Indianapolis is a good team. You had this, you had one of your tidbits like two, three weeks ago. Is Indianapolis for real? Looks like they kind of are. It looks like they kind of are. Here's what I'll say about the running game, and that's a good point. You draft uh, – who they draft? Dylan? They drafted uh, A.J. Dillon. In, like, the third round, right? Yeah. Plus you've got Williams, plus you've got Jones. Why draft a guy in the third round and have these running backs on deck if you're not going to use them? Like, this is – I mean, I, I completely agree. Like, I, I don't understand why you – wouldn't run the ball. And I think teams can get a little bit too pass happy. They can get caught up in the fact that they're moving up and down the field without any problem. And you can, you can sometimes just realize, Oh, we got Aaron Rodgers. We can just chuck it anytime we want. And that's true. But the reality is for those points, when you need a couple of yards at those times late in the game, when you need to run some clock, you got to be able to run the ball. Yeah. And I'll just say this, the MVS stuff is bullshit, right? Like the reality is, have I wanted to wish death on some people that have beat my teams in the past? Like when they dominate us, yeah, maybe, and that's on me. But yeah, but you don't you don't go to their social. Like correct, if you're putting death threats on said, social media. Said, Tear your ACL. I've said it. I'm a bad sport, but I've never. I would never call that person and be like, or not call them, but you know what I mean. Post on their social media. I hope you die. 
because you cost me a game. I think it's it, it's so terrible. And I mean, it just it shows that there are really sh- bad people in this world. Way to keep your language together. I'm trying, man. You know? All right. All I'll say about the Bills, they didn't play. I hope nobody gets COVID. And all three AFC East teams lost yesterday. Yes. And Tua got benched. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. All right. Yeah, let's yeah. move to the NFL. What do you got first for me, D? All right. There, I have so many things. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. Um Remember that time when I was like, man, it's really exciting that Jacksonville is going with Jake Luton. <laughs> I know you're drinking, but yeah, I, I'm ready. Don't, I, don't I, make me spit up, man. What you trying to do? But I mean, can we get some Minshew mania back? I get it. They're, they're, I know he's hurt and I'm sure they don't want to put him back in, but Luton had four more interceptions yesterday and he fumbled. Thankfully the ball went out of bounds, but like, I know they're fighting for the first pick with the jets, but I, I don't want to watch Luton. It, 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 it's it's awful. At least Minshew will run around a little bit, do something crazy. At least he knows the offense, maybe a little one bit. Thing I, this is true. The one thing I will say is James Robinson on that team, that's a find. I hope he keeps it up because that was that's unbelievable. And if Hebert, you know, Tyrod, uh, Tyrod Taylor's lung doesn't collapse and Hebert doesn't get in there, I think Robinson might end up, would probably end up taking that. He's like the third high, third best rusher in the league right now. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Jacksonville stinks. Luton stinks. Again, he was going against the best defense, but still maybe maybe design an offense that doesn't have him taking too many high-risk shots or run the ball. Every, I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? That coach, he stinks. Fire him. I hope he never coaches in the NFL again. The Jaguars stink, man. What are we talking about? All right. Let's talk about Joe Burrow. Hmm. Torn ACL, torn MCL. I'm going to say this. He was having a hell of a rookie season. Yes, sir. You cannot ask of your rookie quarterback with an average offensive line to throw 60 times a game and not expect him to get hurt. And I don't say that like to, to, to cast blame. any like undue blame on the players, but like, this he's been throwing it fifty to sixty times a game every game. Well, I, I think I think you got you got to factor in that Mixon has been hurt for a bunch of weeks now, and they've been going with Gio Bernard, which is fine, but he's not he's not a workhorse with with Mixon in there. He was getting 17, 18 carries. Gio's not going to get that, and I don't even know what their next back is. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's- I, I, I get it, I get it, and I feel really bad for Burrow. And obviously, and obviously that looked like a pretty awful hit and kind of unlucky. But, like, like you can't put your quarterback in there to throw 60 times a game when you're not very good. Right. Because, you, again, it's your O-line. It's your wide receivers. I mean, we already know A.J. Green ain't trying out there. Well, he got the right? touchdown yesterday. Let me just say this again. We all know A.J. Green out there not trying, Okay. I just I feel bad for him because now this guy doesn't really come back until the end of next year. Oh, Burrow, yeah. You know, I mean, he'll be back at some point early in the season, but he's probably not gonna. They're probably not gonna rush him back out there. And again, for a team that's trying to improve and move forward, this is a huge step backwards, right? And like, I just feel bad for the kid. That's not fair. You know, 
I'm with you. All right, what you got for me? I want to see Vegas Raiders versus Kansas City Chiefs number three. <laughs> like, give me all of that. The first game was awesome. October 11th, it was a big 40 to 32 win for Vegas. And Kansas City got tied up the series. That last five, six minutes with Kansas City scoring, then the Raiders coming down and scoring, and then Mahomes just boom, 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 down the field. Travis Kelsey, 25 seconds left on the clock. I don't know what it is, but the, the Raiders are playing the Chiefs damn good. They're, they look really good. Their defense isn't the greatest, but for some reason, that offense is just keeping them in games, and Carr looks like that player – from three years ago when he was in MVP contention mm-hmm. until his leg exploded. I mean, there's something to be said for, for John Gruden, right? Like I kind of laughed off the fact that he became an NFL head coach again. You know, they sent him to that huge deal, hundred million dollars. They're moving to Vegas. Can he do it last year? It's all right. He trades out Mac. They, they trade a ton of their players. Cooper, they trade Mac, ton of draft picks. Everybody's clowning them. Looks pretty good now. Looks pretty good. And I don't know where they're going. I mean, obviously injuries could hurt a team, but, like, they're not getting any weaker. No. Right? And, like, as long as Carr continues to to perform at this kind of level, they're going to be pretty good. And think about this. Aguilar had some pretty big drops last night, and if he doesn't – if he hauls those in, they win this game. Right. No, I, I I totally agree. It's one of those things I sat down to watch it, and I was like, I just fully expected the Chiefs to come out and dominate. So I, I did too because they got beat, and then Reed talked about how the 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 Raiders did like a victory lap on their bus. Right. Well, and, and half the Raiders' defense was out all week with COVID. But they did that a couple weeks ago when their offensive line was, and they were still fine. I know. I'm just saying. It, it, but then they came out six plays, scored a touchdown, and I was like, oh, okay. And again, with these good teams, with these teams like the Chiefs, you got to score. And you gotta you gotta score first. You gotta hit him in the mouth, and then yep. and then hope that you can keep putting points on the board. Yeah, yeah. That's give me that game all day long. Yep. All right. I want to talk about the trajectory for two quarterbacks drafted right next to each other. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Well, here's the deal. I want Tua to be successful. Okay. Even though he's a dog, but just because like every, you know, he's the consensus number one pick gets the hip injury blowing out a team. Why he's still in the game is beyond me, but that's the here. And all of a sudden there's, there's doubt cast upon him, yep. right? Still gets drafted top five picks. Doesn't get to start because Ryan Fitzpatrick's a quarterback in this league still and gets his chance plays. All right. And then gets benched yesterday. Meanwhile, Justin Hebert, probably your NFL rookie of the year yep. and 22 touchdowns, six interceptions, QBR in the middle of the Italy, but like full on chucking it. And Oregon really good team in the early two thousands. Didn't really have a quarterback. Mariota was all right, even though he's a top pick, but this guy's the real deal. At least he feels like he's a real deal. And it's just crazy to think that these guys drafted right next to each other going in different directions. Well, I mean, are they going in different directions? I, I get it. He, in the moment. And now I'm overreacting. But in the moment, one just got benched and one's about to be rookie of the year. Yeah, and I think there was a, a little bit of a struggle. And, you know, it happens. Granted, 
I don't think Denver's defense is as bad as people no. think it is. And um, but Drew Locke might be as bad as people yeah, think. That's I think that's what surprised me. <laughs> I think that's what surprised me more was that the defense let up so much, which they didn't really let up a ton, but you know, they had a pick in the first, I think on the first drive. And I was like, Oh, here we go. This is going to yeah. be shut out central. And no, like I, I'm, I'm surprised um, I, to, to your point about Hebert versus Tua. Yes. Right now, there's no doubt in my mind, your, your Hebert is, but there's been no doubt the whole year. I mean, Tua has been average in his first two starts. And this one was, a, was a stinker. Yeah, Hebert, I mean, hasn't really had a stinker. And if his oh. team could play defense, he might have a couple more wins. I think you're right. Um, so I was smiling because I, I thought you were going to go with um, weren't Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen in the same draft? Yeah, but I, I still think there. Lamar Jackson's really good. And I think that there's something going on with the Ravens, whether it's – I mean, I know they've got a bunch of injuries, especially on the offensive line. And, and again, with that offense, you need an offensive line that, that, that is healthy, that is pushing the other team around because you need that space for that RPO to work. Yeah. I mean, if you look at what the Bills did this year, they literally went out and got like eight offensive linemen and defensive linemen. But like they are big time loading. They've loaded up these last couple of years on offensive linemen because I think what they realize is you got to have bodies to be able to throw in there if if injuries happen or when injuries happen because they're going to happen. Again, the, the Ravens lost Ronnie Stanley, all pro left tackle. Like they that's, you lose that guy, you're 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 struggling, right? So like they've really started to go downhill the last couple of games and now I mean they're in trouble now. They Dobbins who finally had a breakout like he he looks like he's looked like the best runner and they gave him a chance to be, but now he's out covid like not close contact. He has the COVID. Mark right. Ingram has the COVID, which I don't know how Gus Edwards isn't on the. On that the, guy's not real life. He's like a freak of nature. He's like a 275 pound running back. I don't really understand how he works. And then, I mean, let's talk about, I mean, so I think just because we had this conversation last week, but it didn't get posted for whatever technical difficulties. Easy there, killer. Easy. Yeah. Um, like, Lamar, like they don't think Lamar is going to throw. They're double teaming Andrews most of the time. Who's he throwing? He's throwing to Hollywood Brown. He's, he's throwing not throwing it to Hollywood Brown because Hollywood Brown. Fair <laughs> enough. But okay. So who can he throw it to? He can throw it to Brown. He can throw it to Bryant, who played yesterday. He can throw it to Willie Sneed. Like, and then, um, God, I can't remember the other, the, the guy, the other sophomore that came in with Brown. Um, I don't even No. My, um, yeah. The fact that you can even think about this is good, but yeah, like they're not like has no one to throw to. He doesn't have. So why would a team? This has been a Baltimore problem, though. Again, remember when Joe Flacco was quarterback? Like the whole thing was like Joe Joe Flacco has no weapons. Like Torrey Smith and Anquan Bolden. Torrey Smith had like a couple of good years, but all he could do was run deep. And Anquan Bolden, yes, was great, but like a lot of the conversation around around Joe Flacco when he was there was that you needed to get him weapons. Same thing with, with, with now it's, it's one of those. And again, in the NFL, it's weird because we talk about the chiefs and, and how the fact that, yeah, you got Tyreek Hill. Yeah. You, you've got some really good guys, but like, you've got a couple of guys that, you know, I don't even know who, when they were catching balls, I was, and I was like, who are these guys? Well, they have three players that like are three numbers apart. And I, I think they're all the same person, Hardman and 
right. Williams and Pringle. Yeah, Pringle, that's the one. All right, so I got a question for you. Yes. I'm going to switch it real quick. Barbecue, that's my favorite Pringle. Okay. Is Taysom Hill the real deal? And also, is Michael Thomas back? So, to, de- to be determined for both of them. I mean, I mean, so what Taysom Hill have? <laughs> what do you have, 282, something like that? Pass? I actually, so I'm going to be real with you. I watched, like, the full 12-minute highlight yesterday because I was like, I need to see how this guy played because I heard that, like, somebody called out, you know, him playing backyard – Julio Jones called backyard football or whatever like that, like, you know, Bush League, whatever. I don't know. He looked all right. And Michael Thomas, my answer to Michael Thomas being back is yes. That guy caught everything yesterday. Yeah. Um, also, if he's catching balls, Taysom Hill is going to be much better. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Uh, and I think it, what, what's funny is I wonder if the reason Taysom Hill didn't go in last week is Winston has been getting the second team reps in case an injury happens during the game. And then they knew they would go to Hill right. to give him a week of, Full practice. Give him get in, and and to change the offense a little bit, right? Right. Well, so that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, because that's a completely different offense. So you give Winston because Winston's closer to Breeze than than Casey yeah. yes. Hill. Um, I don't know. I mean, well, we're gonna find out. I mean, he 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 played um, Atlanta, not the best defense in the world. No, so not at all. Not even close. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I hope I hope for his sake because he threw eighteen passes in his career before this game. Also, and we can leave it here. Did does Drew Brees have more broken ribs than actual ribs in his body? Because going up, doesn't it? And I feel like he's got seventeen broken ribs, and I don't know that you have seventeen ribs in your body. <laughs> but I don't know how many ribs you have in your body to be honest. No, let's what? Let's change course. He he is officially has eleven now. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. I think he has internal bleeding, and I don't know. He's broken. He's got a broken toe or something. I don't know. He's all messed up. I'm just kidding. All right. Let's change course to NBA free agency. I mean, I got the Celtics thing on here. I'm, I'm, uh, I've got some questions for you. So yeah, let's do the, let's just do the Celtics first. Well, let's dive right in. Okay. Gordon Haywood. Let's just, let's call it out. I'm going to say one thing real quick. I knew there would be offers. Did I think he was going to get four and 30 when he opted out of, Opted out of thirty-four million. You mean four and one twenty? Four and one twenty. I'm sorry, thirty years, thirty-eight years, right? Yeah. Holy shit, that's a lot of money. Yeah, there was no doubt he was going. If you get that offer, like, it, it, I'm not overly surprised by him leaving. And you know, no. I, I know, I know you were really hoping we'd get him back. I was. I could go either way. Like. If he came back, great. If he didn't come back and we did something, then I'm fine with it. Um, Here's the problem, D. Yeah. What's that something? Because we don't have that something. Well, we now have the point guard that you want, the backup we point don't guard. Have that. Hold on. We're going to get to that point guard. Yep. We don't have that something. We just lost a guy that averaged like 17, 6, and 5. Okay. And, and people said he wasn't at his best. So at, at his not his best, he was 17, 6, and 5. We don't have that person right now. We don't need that person right now. What do you mean we don't need that person? Well, we who's, 
Who's filling that void? We have Brown and Tatum. They're going to step up. and We've had Brown and Tatum for the last two years, bro. And, last and, three years. And what have you been talking about? And Kemba. Kemba's injured, man. Kemba's that needed, is, right? And then you have two people they just signed that are averaging double-digit points. Not, no, stop it. Stop. All right, let's 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 deal with that real quick. All right, so we trade Enos Cantor. Brad Wanamaker signs with the Warriors, which I don't understand, but that's neither here nor there. I think you're, you're too hard on him, but go ahead. We signed Jeff Teague, which I like. I like it. And Tristan Thompson. I like it. Which I'm all I'm 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 lukewarm. I'm 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 lukewarm on. So here's because my deal. It, it's better than Cantor. I don't know about that. It's an upgrade over the same Cantor. guy. They can't play defense. He's fast. Pick and roll, and they and they offensive rebound. The difference is that a Cantor can make his free throws and make a jump shot. I didn't see many jump. I'm not worried about our our centers taking jump shots. In 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 Brad Stevens' offense, centers pick and roll for jump for jumpers, and they don't offensive rebound. Because everybody's on the perimeter. I don't know. I, I th- I'm I'm. You know the last time the Celtics had a 10 rebound? I know. I, I already know that. Yes, I get that. That's why this doesn't matter. Like, Tristan Thompson isn't going to go out there and average 10 rebounds a game. He's not. He's not going to get enough minutes. First of all, Tice is going to play a ton. Well, that's fair. And Teague is going to get some running. I like Teague. I like it. I want to bring us back to the fa- – and, and let's let's also holler at the fact that Tatum just signed his Supermax. Well, it's a max. It's going to be a super max when he goes all NBA. But listen, what are we doing to fill the void of 17 points, six rebounds, five assists, whatever it was that Hayward had? We, we have nothing. They, they drafted three players. They got they're, they're, they're going I'm about to walk. I'm about to walk out of this pocket. What the hell are you talking about? They we don't have anybody. They like the guy, Nesmith. They like Pritchard. And they like Langford too. I don't think they like Langford. They drafted him 14th overall last year. They had to like him. He, yeah. All right, let me let me just have a minute here. Go ahead. To watch all these guys get signed, and to know that 34 million dollars came off the books, and I know the cap situation in the NBA is weird. It's not fluid because guys that are on your team, if you sign them, you can go over the cap. Da da da. $34 million came off the salary cap. And I know Teague and, and Thompson probably cost a little bit more than the guys they replaced. However, there was a lot of free agents out there, a lot of guys that could sign, and it was straight crickets. And I don't need them to go out and sign the best player available. Bogdanovic, and we're going to talk about him in a minute. I like the idea of having him. But I just – I don't know – okay, Kemba. Tatum, Jalen, Smart, yep. Tice. There's your starting five. Yep. Where's your points coming off the bench? Teague. Okay. But they're he, 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 oh, just keep going. Tell me, tell me, because Teague can't score off the, all the points off the bench. He's oh, 13 years that. old. Thompson's gonna do score. He's not, you already know Thompson ain't scoring big points. You I, I know he's not scoring big points. Get what six to eight points a game. No, we need points off the bench. Gordon Hayward was scoring 17 points a game, mostly coming off the bench at the end of the season. I understand that. But if they pull Kemba 17 out. 17 points a game. Kemba out, right? 
for Teague and Tice goes out, you still have Brown and Smart and Tatum in there. Who are you? Who, are, who? No, you need points off the bench. You're going to be fine. I, I, you I, I can tell me that if, if we're, we're as good as last year, if we don't add another body. They'll, I, I don't think they're going to add anyone else. So do, we're as good as we were last year. Okay. Do, I mean, no. Do you think we're as good as we are last year? Oh, yeah. Without Hayward and not filling that void with anyone yes, else. I, I do. That's banana land. That's fine. Absolutely banana land. I, 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 I'm, I don't know. It seemed like that the, the offense became – I didn't like the way the offense looked with Hayward out there. I liked Hayward too, but he just – the way it looked, it was just – I don't know. I, I, was, I was not happy with it. So – all right, let's turn to free agency. I want to, I want to, I want to just go down this list real quick. Top NBA free agents, roll with me here. Yeah, Anthony well. Davis, unrestricted free agent. Maybe we sign him. No, he's going back to Lakers. Yeah. We're going to talk about the Lakers in a minute too because they're stacked. Yeah, they are. Brandon Ingram, restricted free agent. He's staying with the Pelicans. Van Fleet got paid. Oh, happy for Van Fleet. Yeah, eighty-five million. Yep. Hayward gets a bajillion dollars. Bogdanovich going to the Hawks. Which can we talk about the Hawks for a minute? What are they doing? I don't really like. So they have Trey Young. Yeah, a couple young pieces. Good. They signed Rondo, Gallinari, which is crazy because like Trey Young doesn't play defense, but Rondo does. That's but Rondo's like thirty-eight years old. Rondo, Gallinari, Chris Dunn, and the office sheet for Bogdanovich. Like they're going to be like a forty-five win team. I don't really understand it, but whatever. Forty-five win puts him in what? Fifth place, sixth place? I don't know. In the East? That's a good question. No, the the East is gonna be is gonna be is gonna be rough again. The East year. is gonna be monster, man. Yep. Joe Harris resigns with the Nets, but I can't wait. I can't wait for Kyrie Irving to sabotage that team. That's gonna be great. I'm trying to think of any, any other of these. I'm looking at these picks right now. Also, Marcus Morris, four years, sixty-four million. What the clip? Like, that's crazy. All right. Ibaka went, any, to, yeah, what's up? Ibaka went to the clips. Ibaka went to the clips. Signed Montrezl Harrell. Let's talk about the Lakers because they just loaded up. So they got Schroeder. Yep. Wesley Matthews. Yep. Montrezl Harrell and Marcus All. Yep. That, that, that's really good. Well, you forgot that Dwight Howard went to the Sixers. I, I'll take Marcus Saul. <laughs> I know, I know. Dwight I Howard. Know. Now, don't get me wrong. Dwight Howard on that team, you need guys that are just going to play defense and be annoying as hell, and that's what he does. Yep. Um, but like Schroeder's over Rondo. Yeah, they they're they're loaded. So, the, I mean, the question is, so they lose Bradley and Rondo. That's some really good defense that they lose. I know Bradley, Bradley was the Heat, too, which pisses me off because they're, they're reloaded, too. Jay Crowder left the Heat to go to Phoenix to play with Chris Paul. Um, it, I mean, it's going to take – I'm going to have to – I'm going to need a study guide. I'm going to need, like, a, a flip charts, a whiteboard to figure out who's on right. what team when we do the, do our uh, – yeah. Our breakdown in like two or three weeks. Because I'm gonna tell you my winner of, of free agency, the NBA. Yeah. Because folks got paid. We are in the 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 NBA. 
losing revenue because people aren't in the stands. They're not anticipating having people in the stands to start the season. The economy in general is, is eh, and folks are getting paid. Gordon Hayward has got $120 million. Like, Marcus Morris has got a $64 million deal. Three dudes just signed Supermax contracts. Giannis might not sign the Supermax just because he doesn't have to. What do you think about Drew Holiday going there? That, I mean, he's got a point guard now. Wasn't he supposed to get Brogdon as well? But they were supposed to get Bogdanovic, but it fell Bogdanovic, through. Yeah. It's they got Drew Holiday, Middleton. They got Giannis. Yeah, I still don't think they make it to the finals, but that's I. I just I don't think that's. I think Giannis has to go somewhere where someone else. He needs another superstar. Yeah, that, I, I, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't I'm wrong about that. Um, and Middleton's really good. Holiday's really good, but like he needs another guy that can take the load when he has those nights where he can't get to the hoop or he's not. He's just not making his shots. You know, it was it was. It's rough to see that uh, John Morant didn't get much help. Uh, I, they're probably. I mean, I assume they're rebuilding. Yeah, they're, they're doing an actual rebuild. And then, um, you know, all um, all the Pelicans got – I mean, I shouldn't say all because Steve Adams is, is money. I mean, I said I'd love to have him on the Celtics. That's that's a guy that is going right. to play for you. Um, so that's a good pickup um, for the and, and they And they got – I mean, they got Eric Bledsoe. I think the, the Pelicans are in a place – again, Brandon Ingram is going to resign with them. They got they – got, a team down there like they're not a 61 team but they got a team down there and again let's not forget like zion hasn't played any more than like a couple of games right you know that i mean the impact that he's going to have over a whole season is ridiculous i mean and a shout out to carmelo for staying in the league going back to the trailblazers staying loyal to, to the trailblazers yep yeah. it, you're absolutely right crazy off season i mean john wall wants to be traded they're, the Rockets are trying to trade Russell Westbrook. Harden. James Harden was trying to get out. Yeah. The idea that, that the Nets were going to have Durant, Harden, and Irving was absolutely hilarious because, again, like I said last week on a pod that never existed, who was going to bring the ball to court was going to be absolutely hilarious because I think they were just going to fight over it, probably have back court violations every time. Um, uh, and yeah, I, NBA free agency. I, I love this NBA free agency right next to the draft. Trades happening, Get, feed that to me. Yeah, and, you know, off-season, you know, the whole, like, three months before this, the season starts. Because uh, I think camp starts in eight days. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let me, let me, I'm just coming back. I'm coming back to Celtics, Doc. <laughs> I'm coming back to Celtics. Um, they got more rookies or second-year players than they have, like, established NBA you know, I, I mean, you're not wrong. I, I get the frustration. We I guaranteed really... Semi's contract. That guy stinks to high hell. All he can do is hit a corner three. Like, what are we doing? I I just hope that we have a plan to get one more. We need we need one more player. I don't need a superstar. Superstar would be great. I'm not getting a superstar. Right. We need a player who's better than average. Because Hayward was better than average. You may not like his game. You might not, you know, he, he obviously didn't 
ever meet expectations in Boston because of a bunch of injuries. injuries. Get it why he probably left because he probably just felt like he needed to change the scenery to get his luck back to normal. But we need another guy that on his own can create a shot and score some points because what you just said is the only guy off the bench that can score points on his own is probably Teague. Teague, That guy's 32. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what these rookies have to do in the second year players. I mean, there, I I think, you know, unfortunately is expecting someone to step up and we need to pay. I mean, I know they only paid Tatum the max because I don't think Brown got a max. Brown got, well, I mean, he got 20 over 20 million a year over five years or whatever. When you pay someone that much money, you kind of expect them to, to kind of help you. I mean, mean, the problem is if um, Kemba's knee gives out at all, then we're in deep trouble. I mean, deep trouble. And again, I I don't need Ainge and the Celtics going after the top free agents if they don't, if they can't afford them. What I don't like is that there were guys out there that I felt could help this team. We didn't, and we didn't, we didn't go for it. Well, I, I think if you can find if you can find someone that during the the regular season can give you give Tatum and Brown more breaks, and then come playoff time they can play longer minutes, then that's great. Just like great. load management. Brown's a, Brown's a steal at twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, you know, and I get Kemba's making thirty plus, and I get Tatum's going to start making thirty plus next year, and we're going to be. I just i I worry that it's going to be a situation where. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get to the playoffs because we have enough talent. But then you're gonna ask Tatum, Walker, and Brown to play and Smart to play 60 minutes a game. Well, I mean, I, I isn't Kemba's last year anyway, right? He only signed a two-year deal. No, he had a four-year deal. He had a four-year deal. I don't know. I don't know why I thought he only got two years. No, I mean they've got. I mean they those three are together, which is good. But like also Daniel Tice, I don't know that he keeps playing at the level he's playing at. He's played great, but like he has played very good. I just I worry that. You know, Langford, Grant Williams, all these young guys that we have, Nesmith that we just like, yes, great, good players. Are they going to show up? And are they going to be able to contribute? Someone's going to have to step up. Or we just trade for somebody. We we also need to trade. We got to get, we have too many guys on the team. Yes. Eight eight hundred guys on the team for like a fifteen man roster. Well, that that's the only thing. If you're going to make all these trades to get draft picks, you either got to trade them or you got to trade the actual players and figure something out because you can't. There was no point in getting all these draft picks because you're not doing anything with them. They're not playing in games. They're not getting better. They're not improving, and we didn't get anything from it. It was basically like, here's our good player. Now we get nothing. It's always going to be tough because Danny Ainge. Pulled that incredible trade for Garnett, yeah, yeah. and 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 has always kind of accumulated all these draft picks. And every year, it, it seems like we're going to do something awesome with these draft picks. And then we draft three guys that are good but not great, and we're left wondering what could have been. All right, I'm hot. Last call presented by Progression Brewery. You already went with the MVS thing. You got something for me? I do have something. So Thanksgiving usually means it's transferring into Christmas, but that's not where I'm going. Thanksgiving means WWE Survivor Series. Oh. I'm going with it. And and the only reason I'm going with this is last night, Survivor Series, the WWE um, Nation bid farewell to The Undertaker after 30 years with WWE. 
You know, I, I remember when um, he threw mankind off the hell in the cell through the table from like 30 feet up. I remember, you know, walking down the aisle with brother love for the first time in, in the history of WWE. And I still get like, like when I watch the highlights of him losing his WrestleMania win streak, it, it like, I, I, you know, it's weird. I get it, but I, I get the feels from it. It's like, Good, man. It, he, that character, the undertaker is probably the greatest in the history of wrestling, like dead man. And, you know, he'd rise and no one could beat him. He had to earn. It was just a great, it was, it was entertainment to the, to the max. And they played it so well over 30 years. So what I'm going to say is Mark Calloway, thank you for the great 30 years. Enjoy retirement. But don't forget, the dead man always rises. I don't think it's over. I think Hulk Hogan says fuck you for like being the greatest wrestler ever. But that's, that's I, didn't my- I didn't say greatest wrestler ever. I said greatest character ever. And okay. Hulk Hogan gets no love for me because he called black people the N-word on tape. So True. I'm good with Hulk Hogan getting any press for me. Respect that. I'm going to go real quick on my, on my last call. I think the Jets are going to go in 16. I mean, they, I mean, they, I guess they, they kind of, they did something yesterday. They kind of had a game, but they're all in 10. Adam Gase still has a job. He does have a job. Yes. Joe Flacco is still their quarterback. Frank Gore still their leading rusher. And I know Perrine got a little, a little banged up yesterday, but like, this is just fun to watch. I'm sorry. Like, feed me all of this. I yeah. saw a video. We're, we're anniversary of the butt fumble. <laughs> like, this is the, like, feed me this Jets information. Like, I want it all. The Jets are pretty piss poor. Um, and, and, and like, you know, Trevor Lawrence isn't going to fix it. This is what's great about this situation. It's like, drafting Trevor Lawrence next year isn't, if they get the number one pick, isn't going to all of a sudden make them good because they stink all around. Like, they stink. They're awful. Yeah, Who's he going to throw it to? They need some weapons. Um, they need some defense. You need an offensive line to protect them. You need a you need a coach. That's not Gase. No, they've got a coach. They've got Gase. You keep Gase there. Assign him to an extension. Keep him long term. He's an offensive mastermind. All right. <laughs> All right. That's it. We're done. We're out of here. It's been too long. All right, y'all. Hopefully, this saves. Oh, it will. Y'all have a good Thanksgiving. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.